Hey everyone, I just have Hannah here with me now. We're going to do the Q&A for uh, dieting tips and advice. So Hannah's been dieting for, or you were dieting for a year to get ready for the wedding. So we're just going to ask her some questions and different things that she had experienced over the year with dieting and changes she made and things like that. So I just have common questions written down that people asked or that uh, are most commonly asked in the gym anyway. So the first thing I suppose is why did you start and uh, what was your kind of your goal with dieting? Well, you just, you kind of said it there. Um, I had a wedding coming up, so I wanted to be in not just okay shape, I wanted to be in great shape, so it was a strong motivator. Alright, alright. Uh, so, like, did you have any difficulties when you started off dieting, so you never really, like, tracked your calories properly and stuff like that, so did you have any kind of uh, difficulties or stuff like that? Well, the whole thing at the beginning was difficult, because everything is new, so when you first start tracking calories and becoming aware of what you're eating... You become aware of like the areas that you're deficient in. So for for me, a lot of my calories were coming from fat, so I cook with olive oil, butter, that kind of thing, and I was not eating enough protein, nor near enough protein. So that was a major shift in even the foods I was eating and the ways that I was cooking them. So that would have taken a couple of months to actually revamp all of that and to get into a, a nice pattern with cooking and to know what I could cook and how to cook it and how to make things taste good and of course the dropping calories is is never nice at the beginning because you will feel hungry so you have to change like you have to, yeah you said you did have to change everything so you would like you find out you in the morning or by evening time most of your calories were gone yeah so for me because my typical breakfasts before would be eggs, bacon, that kind of thing, cooked in fat. When you start tracking your calories, you'll realise that that could be six, 700 calories. And if you're only eating 1,500, that's half. That's about half your day's calories. So, like for me, changing to lower calorie breakfasts and medium calorie lunches left, left me like in the evening if I was hungry with a good whack of calories that I could fill up on. Because there's nothing worse, I think, than going to bed hungry. Okay. So, like, um, so those are the changes. The those are the changes and stuff you have to make. Um, so when you were doing it originally, your protein was quite high. Mm-hmm. Your carbs were quite slow. Yeah. And your fat was moderate. Yeah, because that was the way I, I tried to keep it as similar to the way I had been eating. So I ate usually quite high fat. Like I said, I cooked with fat. I liked fatty meats. So initially, I kept my carbs low and my fat high, so it wasn't so much of a shock to my system, even though that meant that the portions were smaller. Okay, okay so and how did you find that, like, um, how did you find then your meals, like, what like what was your typical breakfast, lunch, dinner like then? Because you, you were in college at the time, mm. so you had to bring it, you brought a lunch with you most days, did you? Yeah, so to change, to get rid of my fat in the morning, which would open me up to have a bit more fat later on in the day, I do, like, my skier yogurts they're very low calories they're no fat and they're very high protein and they taste really good so that with some berries or even a little bit of maple syrup if you wanted to sweeten it up a little bit those would come out at about uh, for one pot of yogurt is i think 97 calories and then with bits and bobs that you might add on you might add on another 100 so you could have a 200 calorie breakfast compared to like i said 600 700 and that's quite that's quite protein dense as well yeah and it's filling so it's good Mm. it's a a good breakfast and it tastes really nice as well and then in terms of whatever i bring to college or to work i would bring basically what i've made the night before 
mm. a double portion of that. So for me, that's usually things that can be easily heated in a lunchbox. So chicken, different kinds of chicken, then another box full of leaves and just pouring it over the leaves. So uh, like today, I had the reduced fat pesto. So I've boiled one chicken breast, sliced it up, thrown it in with some fried peppers and onions. So fried in just a teaspoon of olive oil and then put in a tablespoon of reduced fat pesto and that over salad leaves then. Yeah, because if you were to fry the chicken in olive oil, it'd probably be two tablespoons, yeah. that's 200 calories. You can fry you can fry one pepper and one onion in a teaspoon of olive oil. Um, because if you turn it up quite high, it cooks quite quickly. Yeah. For a whole chicken breast though, you need it will dry out, so you will need a lot more oil. So it's actually nicer to boil the chicken, comes out really moist, and then just tossing it in with the fried veg. Um, it, it actually, like, if you're reheating that the next day, it'll retain its kind of moist texture whereas with fried chicken for me anyway it seems to shrivel up the next day in the microwave hmm. so. i suppose no, there's no moisture in it would yeah. you would you um did you uh snack and stuff while you were like what would you do for snacks and things like that did you snack at all or not really um i didn't really snack there was times when you might want a bit of sugar or something like that so mm. for me ice pops and things were really handy i'm not a big snacker because i find sometimes snacks work out the really calorie dense almost to the point of a meal and when you're on really low calories and you're say if you eat two digestive biscuits and that's the same that's or more calories than what your breakfast was you'll be hungry because it's not a big quantity of food so yeah. you don't feel full so snacking for me wasn't worth it yeah there was like i said there's ice pops so there's ones that you move they're 72 calories they're really good um you can always have another pot of skier yogurt if you're stuck um I did get into for a while they're, they're things that are sold in Lidl's they're like puffed uh, crackers they're puffed with air so there's no fat in them they're called brogies and now they're tasteless but if you really just want to munch mindlessly they're great because yeah. they're you got into fulfill bars as well I did get into fulfill bars they are quite calorie dense so I wasn't using them calories, as a yeah. I wasn't using them as a snack I was using them as a meal replacement so if I was on the go and I needed a quick breakfast or I'd left really early or something like that then I would grab one of them but again, I was not sup I was not adding that to meals that I already had. Was there any things like when you were starting off the diet, and uh, or you were halfway through it? Like, was there any things that like when you started it, like the calories were like you, you know, you didn't realize they were so high in calories for so little. I suppose protein or nutrients or vitamins. You're talking about that. specific foods. Or? Was there any foods that, for you personally because you weren't used to, you weren't used to, um, you know, you weren't used to tracking calories. So was there any foods like that you were like, oh shit, I can't have that anymore. Well, or I, think, I, I that that nukes half my diet if I have that. Yeah, so obviously the big ones, the big obvious ones like crisps and ice cream and all that kind of stuff, they get the bullet they have to. I mean, if yeah. you're going to eat a tub of Ben and Jerry's ice cream, yeah. you can have maybe one chicken breast after that, or and like, then that that's your day. Or like two protein shakes or something. Yeah, and that's not filling. Yeah. Um, but in terms of other things that I used to kind of consume without thinking was nuts, because everyone knows that nuts are they're good for you, they're full of good fat and everything like that, but. A few grams of nuts can have upwards of 50, 60 calories. And I used to just fire them into my breakfast cereals. Or yeah. I used to make um, a porridge that I thought was really healthy. So I would make it with low-fat milk. And I would put some pecans through it and some maple syrup. Mm. And, but it, when I actually made it one time and tracked everything, it was, I think it was actually 700 calories, which yeah. was appalling. <laughs> for, just, yeah, for just breakfast. For just a small, and it wasn't a big bowl of porridge. No. It was a small bowl of porridge. Um. So things like that, just becoming more aware of, it was more for me what I was adding to my food. So if I had a, a salad and I was used to throwing in sun-dried tomatoes, 
that kind of a thing. Oh, okay, so, extras. Extras. So your bog standard chicken, leaves, vegetables, they're okay, even if you cook them in fat sometimes. But then you start throwing nuts into a salad or, you know, you chop up a couple of apples or you put some peanut butter in your yogurt or something yeah. like that and then all of a sudden you're 500 calories over your daily target and you thought that you ate really good and you can't understand why things aren't working. So anything that's high in fat definitely oh, is. Oh, uh, so you, you found using uh, herbs and spices that made food better yeah so obviously. for me um especially say like i'm making boiled chicken it sounds really dull but what i do is i'll boil it with um either garlic or curry powder or something like that then i'll take it out and let it dry for a bit slice it really thin and toss it in a bowl with some dry spices so some herbs some paprika some garlic some salt some pepper and again these are all in like minute amounts so the chicken does become seasoned but it's got none of the oils that you typically use to cook and it's got not got any of the sugars and stuff that would be in a sauce and that's great as well even if you're just having um plain leaves with a bit of fish or something you can you can actually season your leaves mm. uh same when we make roast pork anything like that i would use i'm big on my seasoning i think if you can get into the knack of seasoning your food uh it does make everything taste a lot better and you're more willing to eat Plain chicken, like yeah. if you looked at my meal on paper, it's boiled chicken with spinach and tomatoes. But if you actually look at when I'm eating it, it's seasoned chicken and the leaves are seasoned yeah. and the tomatoes are kind of, they might have been pan fried a little bit so they're bursting and it actually will taste quite nice. Like one meal we did stop having a lot was we used to, we used to always use um, chili or slow cooked chili con carne because, mm -hmm. you know, the, the mince was fine mm -hmm. and the sauce or the tomato sauce was fine, but when you said beans to it. Yeah. like kidney beans and chickpeas or black beans whatever well, for, for me even when, when my dense. calories went down to 1400 i actually couldn't eat a lot of red meat because i was still trying to keep my protein unless, at it's, about, unless it was for the steak even then though um like my protein was set at about 130 140 but my calories were 1400 which meant like a huge proportion of my food had to be lean protein so chili chili is not even the lean mince isn't that lean and it's very calorie it's very good for you but it's very calorie -dense. yeah and if you want a bowl of chili you don't want two tablespoons of chili you yeah, want, you mince, you want yeah. a big bowl of chili and you want rice and you want guac and you want all the yeah. other stuff and it's just a dangerous meal to have if you you start off with good intentions you're like okay i'm just gonna you can, you can make it but you can do turkey mints and stuff That's, you can yeah. yeah you can make turkey chili but it's a lot it, leaner. when you like the problem with something like chili is on paper again it's it's meat and it's some chopped tomatoes and it's some spices and it's great Mm. and then you go oh that won't matter if i throw in a couple of beans or if i throw in and then all of a sudden you've got a massive very health very very nutritious but also like half your day's calories for a small bowl yeah so for me not worth it unless i'm planning that in as a big meal. and that, that's the thing that you do you say there it's not worth it so you plan you kind of um when you can and you know what you're eating you plan ahead so you know yeah. What calories you can Yeah, eat. a lot of people use the things like my fitness pal retroactively to count what they ate. They, so they, might they, they eat it first, then. Yeah, you, so you might sit down in the mornings and you might go for a coffee and a scone with your friend and all this. And then you sit down come evening time wondering, I wonder how many calories I have left for dinner. And it's, oh, zero. Yeah. So for me, I hated that because it did catch me out a few times. So um, the biggest use for my fitness pal for me is to pre plan my meals. So my breakfasts are typically the same. And if I make a dinner the night before, I'll just copy paste that straight in. Mm for tomorrow's yeah. lunch and then i know exactly what i'm eating where i'm going and exactly how many calories i'll have left to play with when i come home in the evening so i might have 600 calories left and if i'm in work and i'm hungry and i decide to get a Kit Kat, well that minus is 200 calories off what i have left to eat in the evening and i know where so i'm you, at so you take out a potato or something yeah you just make that sacrifice yeah. yeah and it's it's depending on how hungry or how tired you are 
sometimes it's not worth it and you go, no, I'm not going to have the snack. I'm going to wait and have a big dinner. Or you might have a glass of wine or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So what? So that's, that goes on to yeah. So you're in work. So how do? So how do you um when you when you're out on the go and mm-hmm. you're you're caught or you're busy at work or you're you're late or whatever? What do you do for foods in the go or? any go-to foods that you don't because you can't have access to foods or stuff like that uh so in work for instance they do do things like um chicken breasts rice mm. curry sauces things like that um if there is ever a whole chicken breast on the menu i'll usually get that because that's pretty easy yeah to calculate the calories in. and you know you're getting a whack of protein if there's i find a lot of times when you go eating in canteens there's a lot of they might say that they have a chicken curry and there's not much chicken in it. So if they do have a whole chicken breast, I'll substitute that in. Um, one of the things I've been eating the last week, because it's been incredibly busy, so I haven't been... Uh, there's two days I didn't bring lunch to work. And um, what I did do is I ordered a chicken ciabatta roll. And I knew, you know the bread is going to be high calories. You know yeah. that some of the toppings will be high calories. But what I did was... I had that calculated in the morning. I knew that I was going to be spending 200 of my calories on a roll. I knew that there was going to be approximately however much chicken in and that was going to be that many calories. And it's not ideal to eat that way because the protein is low and it's very little payoff in the bread. But once I was aware of it, then I was able to have a very high protein dinner and breakfast. So it depends. Yeah, and so you can enjoy food too, right? You can. Like, this is it. There's nothing wrong with having a sandwich. It's it's more about, like, your entire day. How does your entire day look? Yeah. You know, you can have... You know, you can have toast and jam for breakfast. If that's what you want to eat, then you can eat that. But you just have to, okay, that was some of my carbohydrates and there's some fat in there, but i got to prioritise protein now for the rest of the day. And if you're hitting everything in the evening, then it doesn't matter what your individual meals look like. So what do you, well, like when you're, so let's say you're meeting friends or we go to restaurants, whatever, on that rare occasion. <laughs> what, what, um, what uh, like what do you do? What do you do when you go to a cafe or what do you do when you're like, so let's say, you like let's say if you're if you're being indulgent at the restaurant or cafe and also yeah. then if you, if you know you're going let's say a few times a week you're going to meet different people what would yeah. you do if you're in a cafe so then um, cafe first then we'll say restaurant after cafe first so cafe if it is a one-off occasion i will get something in there that i can roughly calculate the calories for and same as if i was in work just put that into my day hmm. if it's a week where you have family over whatever and you know you're meeting people a lot then i'll just stick to coffee in the cafe in the cafe because it, it will spiral out of control. So, you, so like... If I have three... If I'm meeting some different people three times in one week in a cafe, maybe the first day, oh yeah, maybe I'll share a piece of cake with somebody or something like that. Yeah. Second or third days, it, it'll be just coffee. Just black coffee? Or, just, do, you, or do you go flat whites? No, I actually... I will go flat whites and I will... So instead of um, trying to calculate the calories of a flat white, what I will do is I will try and calculate the milliliters of milk. And I think for a coffee... They usually it'd be like fifty or sixty for a small coffee, but I actually put it up to two hundred because I don't. Should I just go Starbucks flat white? No, because they're big. They're bigger. They're different size coffees. So I actually just try and do it on the amount of milk. So I'll actually calculate mm. like either hundred mils of milk or two hundred mils of milk, depending oh. on what size coffee I had, and then if I put sugar in it again, teaspoon of sugar, calculate the calories in that. Oh, the sugar is easy. But like yeah, the middle is you could just you could just go Starbucks or Costa so flat white. Like you can, you can, but again, some of those are Est- bigger. Estimate up. You can, yeah, you can. I don't want to. I don't like doing that because a lot of places down here, the coffees are a lot smaller than they are in those kind of chains. Yeah. So, um, and then in terms of going out, that if if we if, if we're going out 
for a meal. Let's say, yeah, so we're going on a meal, let's say Saturday night. You know we're going out for a meal Saturday night. Oh, yeah, well, then I'll eat everything there, but I, I won't do that um, without any preparation. So the, the few days beforehand, mm. if my calories, they're currently 1,600, what I might do is every day I might eat to 12 or 1,300 for two or three days beforehand. Building up, yeah. So basically I've banked a few hundred calories each day that I can then spend on my indulgent meal yeah. on Saturday. And then if we're going out on Saturday, I might have a small breakfast beforehand mm. and I will wait. I will wait till dinner. And But when we go for dinner, we eat all the dinner we have. Yeah, um, it's, it's if you're going out for a meal, you don't... You, I mean, if you're doing it all the time, yeah, obviously you're gonna to have to restrict yourself. Maybe you not, not have the starter and not have the dessert. But if it's if it's really an occasional thing and you still want to prep for it, minus a few calories the day before, or even a few days afterwards, it's easier to do it on the days before. Before is way easier. It's way easier to take them off the days before, and then just relax when you're. I mean, one meal, one big meal anyway, won't kill you. If you're sticking to sixteen hundred calories religiously every day and you're hitting your protein, one big meal is not going to yeah, do anything. We can talk about that in a second. So, like, yeah, but if you so let's say no, that's perfectly true yeah you take calories off if you let's say you know you like you know it's christmas time or it's christmas time or like it's a family occasion like where there's going to be a few dinners out like around the wedding like what do you do what do you do then like what do you make do you, do you change your choices do you pick on the menu do you pick better options or yeah. do you like how do you do that then i think yeah i think it would be it's sensible to alter your choices if you know you have a lot of meetings with people coming up yeah. because you can see by looking at things on the menu. I mean, like if you have chips with every meal, mm. five days running, I mean, that's God knows how many calories in one portion of chips, depending on where you go. I don't care so, about fact, yeah. yeah, yeah. And they're not very, there's not like a big you can, nutritious you, you, payoff. You can eat a lot of them as yeah. well. Yeah. So, I mean, if you have a lot of meetings, like it's the same thing that I said about work. Like if you see anywhere on the menu a whole chicken breast, you can order like if they have like a roast chicken breast or something like that you can order the gravy on the side and just use it sparingly or fish without cream or something fish without the cream sauce i mean if they're making the fish they don't have to they don't already have the cream sauce on and to be honest i think it's nicer without cream sauce yeah but they you know they'll always do fresh vegetables and then even if you did want a, a few chips i mean but it's really hard to restrain yourself steal your partners <laughs> steal, steal the person you were um you're gonna have to make your peace with the fact that you can't have desserts every day and you will have to make your peace with the fact that starters might also get the bullet if you're Again, if it's like a whole week of it, yeah. um, for me, I would probably pick a starter. I'll pick a starter. It's more nutritious. And, yeah. Well, I just like savory foods more than I like sweet foods. Bad choice. Bad choice. <laughs> but I would, if I wanted to go out then and I wanted a glass of wine and we'd been out night after night after night, then you might have to take out both the starters and the dessert because in my head, the way I work it is a glass of wine. Well, two glasses of wine is equal to either a starter or a dessert. So, you know, it's just making better choices when you go out. But if it's only occasional, like I said, yeah, just so relaxing. Yeah, so a night's out then, like, I was so like, I'll call out nights out, so we're going, you know, and you remember going out. Mm-hmm. Like, how did you work? So, like, yeah, same, you're eating out, but not, you're just going out on a Saturday night for a party or whatever. How did you factor alcohol into So into I have it? I have a bog standard alcohol measure on my, my fitness pal. Uh, I think small glass of wine comes out at 250 calories or is it a beer comes out i can't remember because i've not had one a measure a measure of wine is supposedly a yeah. proper glass is 125 calories but again i would treat going drinking as going for a meal if you were going out and you knew you're going to have five or six drinks like that's a meal more than a meal so yeah if you're it's having, the yeah. same thing as if you were going for a big dinner i would either minus the calories from the day before because you don't want to be going out drinking when you've not eaten anything that morning so i would probably be prepping true, true, yeah. yeah um what i did before the wedding 
when I was on 1450, I really couldn't be messing around with the, the, having a glass of wine when I was on such low calories and I was so tired and it was coming down to crunch time and I needed nutritious food, it, mm. it got the bullet. And we did actually have a couple of events and what I actually did was I, I stuck to Heineken Zero because it's only 60 calories a bottle. Yeah. And you can still be... People don't harass you. Yeah, people don't give out to you for not drinking and because it, it, it is a beer, it's just got no alcohol in it. But you know, you're still being part of the social scene and everything like that. Um, but that's when you're on really low calories. I mean, if it's just the occasional glass of wine that you want to have, factor it into your calories like anything else. Yeah, so you made a good point there now about energy levels. So you did dive down to very low calories. Very low, yeah. And for it your, was, for it your, was, for it was your over, height. over quite... It, it wasn't like... It was gradual. Well, so I started properly in January and I started at 2,000 calories and we slowly... Immediately I jumped to 1,800. That was the first Dropped. week. And then after that, it went 50 every week. And then I held tough at... 1500 calories for a few months and I got used to that but the drop so the month before the wedding I dropped to 1400 and that drop was that was very difficult it's too low it was just 100 calories less but I was very tired my training suffered my sleep quality suffered and especially with coming up to the wedding it was quite stressful I would notice that I wanted to eat more food I think my body mm. just really and so it, but I, that that's when you that's like you you were like that'd be no different than someone getting ready for I suppose a show where you wanted to look good for a specific date yeah knowing that this is this this level of calories is only for x amount of weeks and it's it. not sustainable I feel like if I had because like I said the wedding was coming up so I was training a lot and I was running around like a mad thing trying to organize everything I think if those factors hadn't been there so if I was training for like a show or something else. I probably would have found 1400 not as bad as I actually did so if I didn't have a big deadline coming up and I didn't have to train every day to try and look my best if I was just doing training for maintenance or something like that I think 1400 calories would have been all right and um, it's just like I said it was the circumstances around it so for me at that time it wasn't sustainable long term so I have up my calories back to 1600 now yeah I think that's that's a big thing a lot of, a lot of people like um don't realize that like for people who are online like for specific days or events like photo shoots for fitness models or competitions where people have to look a certain way that they're only dieting for that they've dieted for weeks to get to that point that moment, and, yeah. and yeah that moment and that day and then like within two or three days later they're completely yeah like i was incredible for the for the wedding i was incredibly lean like yeah. and that walking around like that as especially you know for like a girl it, it, you do need a certain amount of fat on your body so it is not it is a temporary thing. It is a. It is like you said. It's for a show. It's for a moment. It's for an event. It's for literally a goal. For, it's literally for a picture. It's literally yeah, literally for a picture, and so, for me now going back up to sixteen hundred calories, I feel a lot better. I'm not a lot bigger, but I would notice it in my own body that I'm not as lean. But again, it's more sustainable like this for me. I can train. I have the energy to go to work and get up in the morning and function. So. Mm. You know there is you do have to strike a balance as well. I think people, have to, yeah, that's the big thing people realize. Like the body, the the real body, beautiful, like the crazy look, like that's their pe job. Pe and people are hungry. But that's their job. So people that look incredible, that is, they they don't have to go to work in an office or, you know, their job is go to a manual job. Their, yeah, their their entire job is meticulously watching their diet and training and sleeping so they can look their best. For people like me and everybody else that do have jobs and everything. You still need to function in your job and, mm. and you need to be able to see people and enjoy your life as well. So understanding that unless you are going to make it a full-time thing and drop everything else, yeah. being that lean 
full time is not feasible. Yeah. So like, what did you do about your energy levels then? Like, so when you first started off, like, do you have any, um, dips? Did you have to get used to eating certain ways? Cause your carbs are different. I know you used to eat loads of fat mm-hmm. and very, very little yeah. carbs naturally. And then you, I had to revamp all of that. Yeah. So I was trying to hypertrophy my muscles. So I wanted my muscles to pop. What most people do in the gym where they want to lose fat and yeah, tone up. It, yeah. Body weakening positions. So yeah. I wanted to lean out, but I wanted there to be something underneath when I did actually lean out. So I was doing high reps, high sets with medium, medium weights. And that was not sustainable on a high fat, low carb diet. So slowly over a few weeks when my, my calories were still dropping, they were 1800, then they were 1750 and 1700. Uh, slowly my carbohydrates were also so each week they were tweaked so my carbohydrates would go up and my fat was dropping and we reached a point where my carbohydrates were very high my protein was very high and I had virtually no fat so once I got to that point I was all right because I'd been slowly brought into it I would definitely have not been able to start off that way but you felt you felt that your injury was a lot better they were and what I actually did do on the days that I trained I was allowed to eat a maybe 20, 30 calories more, but my macros actually changed on the days that I trained. Mm. I had even less fat and really high carbohydrates. But you were, but you, you, you were used to tracking calories before that happened. Like it wasn't like you started. It's a process. I mean, it takes a good few months, not just even to train yourself to track your calories, but to, to get used to a new way of eating and cooking and thinking about looking food. at things. Yeah. Yeah, it, it is. And, it, and it's, I think a lot of people when they start, they, they feel they have to get everything right, right away. Yeah. It's like, no, just give yourself credit for hitting protein. Hitting, like hitting, that's a big one. For for me, the first thing I focused on the very first few weeks was just the calories. Just the calories, just the calories, just the calories. Then my next goal after that was my protein and carbohydrates, like I said, that was late in the game when I started nailing them and that was because I needed my energy up. That was when I fully understood how to to work my carbohydrates. Yeah, there's energy yeah, there's energy systems and training involved and that sort of it's No, not even that, just like as in I was like, oh sure, what's the point in eating carbohydrates? I'll just eat this extra olive oil, just well, even to have that light bulb well, moment well, of well, that's what I mean. It's it's yeah. like you need like you need glucose for glycogen and stuff like that for muscle and stuff. Um, so did you have any epiphanies like so you were you've been doing this properly now since January basically, so mm. you know, nine months. Ten yeah. months. Well, so well, like did you well, did you have any epiphanies while you were doing it like throughout the throughout well, the course of it? I did it properly from January, but I actually kind of started the year before we were going on holiday, so I, I was actually by myself tracking my calories. Yeah. And trying my best to work out how to, it was it was kind of difficult because I was doing it by myself and then I stopped for a few months and tried to bulk up mm. and then in January when I started leaning out again I got to a point where I'd done 12 weeks of this really strict diet and I'd lost the weight I wanted to lose and I just had that realization moment of I can never put my calories up again because I had done that the previous year and I had bulked up so I had gone from 58 to 68 kilos Mm. Over the course of a good six months, it wasn't, it didn't look bad or anything, but it was, I was not as lean. Mm. And then from January to May, I think it was, I went back down to 58 kilos and I realized that any increase at all, well, you're going to gain weight. Yeah. So I think a lot of people go into a diet going, I'll just lose the weight and then it'll be fine. Then I'll be able to go out and have that pizza and have that glass of wine guilt free. And no, you won't. You'll feel guilty and you'll feel bad and you have to be able to. So you might forget you're bad, but you'll increase your weight will go back up. Well, that's what I mean. Like, I mean, you'll feel great doing the diet, but you, you'll either get to a point where you think you can relax and put all the weight back on, or you'll feel bad for eating foods that you feel like you shouldn't be eating. So 
for me there was a definite adjustment period where I was like okay well my new maintenance is between 1600 and 1900 depending on how much exercise yeah, I'm doing that, that's that's important to maintenance because I think when, when you lose the weight it requires a lot of effort for your body to start shifting to start burning into its fat stores but once you get to that weight you want to be mm-hmm. or the size or shape you want to be you can actually maintain that weight with a slightly higher calorie so you might be yeah. dieting on 1600 but you can go back up to 17 1800 yeah so like for me i was on 1400 i went back up to 1600 but i did it very quickly and there was a few days indulgent days around the wedding so mm, yeah so i wasn't i'm not as lean as i was but i can hold tough here at 1600 i could even go up a bit more depending the more the more calories i put it up slowly the mm. more training i'll be able to do so yeah. it gives me a better chance of maintaining what i have exactly. but realistically if i go over if, we, if I go over 1900 I will start to put on fat yeah. then and and that knowledge to me when I used to I used to eat about 2500 calories a day that realization moment of oh this is if I want to stay this size mm. if I want to stay in this kind of shape it, this is forever yeah that was then um, that was it was a difficult pill to swallow I was kind of waiting for the diet to end yeah. to be able to eat my I think calories. a lot of people think yeah it's like I'll do it six weeks and it's, but it's like forever it's like I saving think, money it's people, like forever I think, I think people think you know what I'm overweight I'll go on a diet and lose it and then I'll be able to eat like everybody else eats which is whatever they want and Just realistically random. realistically you you can't the reason some people are just naturally slim or or in shape is because they just don't eat that much food I so think when, that's a big when you get, realize, yeah, yeah when you like when you get to the same size as those people you've been admiring they're not eating more food than you. You're all eating the same, so it's retraining your brain to go. Are you? Are you? Only, are you? People don't realize this about like like um, people who are naturally skinny. I suppose is that they're they're leptin sensitive, so like they they get full faster. But you might not see them eat out and about, mm-hmm. or the time you do see them eat, you think they eat this massive meal, but that might be the only meal they've ever had, yeah. or they've had the whole day. For sure, when we went to Cork the other day, mm. and we, you know, me and you both, we ate. You know, we went and we had a nice lunch and we had something nice for dinner and yeah. we got a couple of donuts and then you were talking to me that evening going, why are you hungry? And I pointed out to you that yeah, I, I, had, I had substantially more food. Yeah, yeah, but we had, we both went for a sandwich for lunch, for dinner we went for a burger and we brought donuts home with us, but I got a chicken sandwich and you, you got a pulled pork and cheese sandwich. It's true, yeah. We went for burgers and I only had a chick. I had a whole chicken breast on a burger with no chips, but I had a couple of chips. You but you, you had, you had... More considerably more than me there. I had two burgers. Yeah. Two burgers. Twice your size. And and your chips and my chips, and then we went to get donuts and we got three donuts between the two of us and I had a bite of one and a bite of another and you ate the rest. But to the out, if someone was just watching me for the day, you think, oh, she's had a burger and chips and a sandwich and donuts, but it was not full. A, a big point there as well is that like when you look at you and me, like so I'm a hundred kilos and I train. Yeah. When I'm in the gym, because I'm stronger, I'm able to lift more weight, so I'm burning more calories by training. Mm-hmm. So, like, and I'm a best example of someone, like, where, yeah, I do get to eat nearly what I want, whatever I want, without, mm-hmm. without any consequences, yeah. mostly. I did I did gain 18 kilos and lose 18 kilos. That like, was but, you eating cereal. Yeah, that was just, that <laughs> was just literally, like, that was just mindlessly eating, like. Yeah. Um, so... I suppose to finish up, uh, do you have any like tips or advice you give to people, like in general with dieting or like anything that you found helpful or useful? Because I know you you still talk to people, but like because people always ask you about dieting, even though, even where you work mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So you always have to you know you always kind of give people advice and stuff like that. Like, anyway, I think I covered the main points, but just to reiterate them, is using my fitness pal before you eat your food and using it as a planner rather than as a tracker. 
would be the first thing. The second thing would be don't leave yourself with no calories at night time. So try and get, like I said, a small, like a low calorie breakfast, but that fills you up. So like I said, the skier yogurt with berries and everything is really mm. good for that. A medium calorie lunch and then save the rest of your calories for when you get home mm. because people that's when people eat the most I find is yeah. at night time and uh, I would say if you are somebody who likes to snack get rid of the high calorie snacks in your house so the biscuits and all that kind of the crisps I They're find not, chewing them great personally. yeah yeah chewing them be aware there's some calories in chewing them if you're gonna eat a whole pack like Ray does um the like I said ice pops are really good frozen berries frozen berries I like just regular berries as well so um, even like I said with skier yogurt I just I use that as a snack sometimes like a standard pack of blueberries so the super value is like the whole packet is like 44 50 calories something yeah. like yeah and you know there's there are um, there are if you really have to have chocolate and things like that there are now getting a pack of biscuits is dangerous because you'll have mm. a pack of biscuits open if you get if you get a bar of chocolate it's better off you'd be better off getting a bar of chocolate or a small bar of chocolate or something just something like a Kit Kat or any anything even dairy milk bars I mean like they're 100 calories I think they're quite two, low no 200 but the, they're like even the you know you'll see it on the back of the packets some of the chocolates they're actually not so bad they're like 100 150 200 depending but on you, how much wafer is in but them but you would have them later in the day so you don't crave them yeah. I personally like sugary things early in the day. Right. So if I was having a chocolate bar, it'd be mid morning with a cup of coffee, with a cup of black coffee or something like that. That doesn't, it doesn't make you like crave chocolate bars today. No, that's just me. So I don't know. I wouldn't advise it. But if you do have to have chocolate, right. I'm just saying don't get multi packs of packs of biscuits. Or I something have, that you I have much eat. more of a sweet tooth than you. Yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. have that much of a sweet tooth. So I would, I would advise again if you have a sweet tooth, I would say have your junk food before late at night before you go to bed so you can't overindulge that would yeah. be my take on it well that's also a good point as well so there there are days where you come home and you're like oh I have to eat my protein now for dinner I have to eat two chicken breasts or whatever uh, sometimes it's okay to not do that if you really are and you feel like you're going to fall off the wagon sometimes the it's okay if you have 600 calories left go down to super value get the oppo ice cream it's like four or 500 calories a tub yeah. it's not a lot of protein but it'll solve the sweet tooth thing well, and then the next day just they, just they, are, they are very useful like I, it actually is you do, that's a very good point is that I forgot to mention earlier but um, there is a thing called diet breaks mm. they have been shown to work so what they are is that if you've been dieting hard now like for 12 weeks or even it's, well 8 to 12 weeks you'll take a day or even a week depending on the person but you would raise their calories only marginally like you said now so rather than have like chicken breast you might give them an ice cream so it wouldn't be like you, you tell them go back up to like 3000 calories like have a pizza or have a tub of ice cream that's like Ben and Jerry's calorie dense, but have you, ba you basically mean relax the macro tracking for a few days and just or it's basically it's basically that, but still sticking to good foods, but it's yeah. just relaxing. So your body, so you it's it's more psychosomatic that you feel, yeah, you like, like okay, I'm okay now, and that's a good sign your diet's working as well. If you don't feel deprived of junk food, like you don't really want it, it's a good sign that psychologically it's working. Um, well, another, another thing as well, I think for me, in terms of. Uh, cutting down unneeded calories is things like sauces so if you've seen the fajita packets of spices now there's one in particular that has very low calories some a lot of them have sugar in but one it's called american kitchen or something like that i think it's in a red packet it's in a red packet yeah, yeah it's in a red packet that it's not the oil that has someone no 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 but that if you want to make 
kind of a spicy sauce. If you have fresh tomatoes and you cook them down soft and you put in some of that with some chicken, that'll make a fairly low calorie sauce compared to buying a box standard chili con carne sauce. Um, like I was on about before, boiling, boiling your chicken and spicing it afterwards. I know it doesn't sound appetizing the way I'm like saying you boil chicken once you boil chicken, but it's nice afterwards. Like I put sweet chili sauce on mine sometimes, really tasty. A lot of the things I do when I eat food is I pour it over leaves, so I'll have a bowl full of leaves. And so the, the leaves will be three quarters of a bowl, and then a quarter of the bowl will be chicken and onions and all that kind of stuff. And again, very filling. You won't, you, it'll just feel like you're eating a salad on a, you know, but it, it will fill you up for less calories. Um, cordial is another thing that we use. Oh, cordial so, and sparkling water. Yeah, if you have sparkling water and you have a bottle of the, my wadi. Stevia. Zero percent sugar. It's with stevia. That poured into uh, fizzy drinks. If you're at your or fizzy water, that poured into. If you drink that in the evening, you're craving sugar. That's that will. That's quite useful. Yeah. It hits the spot. Um. Besides that, I mean, everyone will find different things. Yeah. So what are your um? So I suppose what are your go-to foods? We'll finish up there. What are your like go-to like? Everyone kind of only eats about twenty foods anyway. But like, what are your go-to foods now for? You're always going to the shop. So what are your like always have in the house kind of foods? So my spices, yep. so I have paprika, smoked paprika, garlic, uh, different herbs, salt and pepper. And I'll use about five or six of them with any given dish mm. to make it taste nice. So definitely spices. Um, chicken, we'll always, always have chicken in. Tuna, because you don't have to cook it, it's always there, it's handy. We'll always have some form of leaves. So at the minute I'm going through a rocket phase. A few weeks ago it was the baby gem, little baby leaves, the lamb's mm. all that kind of stuff. I will always have always have tomatoes because I use them to make sauces. I throw them in when I'm having eggs. I, I put them on everything. Um, so all different kinds of salads, spring onions. Then we typically will have, for meals and stuff like that, we might have steak, but I can't eat that a lot because it is quite high calorie. We always have potatoes and I'll slice them up really thin and roast them. Rice is quite useful because right, it doesn't go off. Rice is useful, but I don't actually eat it a lot because it, it, it's not because it's calorie dense, it's because of the foods it goes with. You don't eat rice with plain chicken going through it. You eat rice with chicken with sauce. Oh, you're not like me, yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> um, unless you're going to make a rice dish with like maybe some peas and some fried chicken going through it. Um, for me, it, it usually is an accompaniment to a dish where if I'm having curry, you don't really need the rice. So you don't tend to eat it a lot. You, you can eat a bowl of curry with just the chicken and the veg. You don't need the yeah. rice. So I don't eat it a lot. Um, and you bulk up your foods with a lot of veg as well. I do bulk up my, my foods with veg. But yeah, then I will always have cordial. We'll always have water. I'll always have skier yogurt, always. And usually I'll have some form of berries and maybe some nuts. And I do like my peanut butter as well. I do like to throw a tablespoon mm. of peanut butter in my yogurt. Yeah, you're not a big fruit eater either. I'm not a big fruit eater, again, because it's the calories. Yeah. It's not because I, I do like fruit. And mm. if I am stuck, I will absolutely eat bananas and do love pears and I love pink lady apples but it's like 100 150 calories it is it is it's a hunt and if you're eating an apple it's 100 calories and to be honest that's probably it, it, I'll eat it sometimes, sometimes. Yeah. yeah 100 calories is a lot when you're on 1600 that you don't it is a lot away. 100 calories is a lot yeah, it's, uh, it's bad calories. but I probably would I'd probably go for a, a frothy coffee <laughs> oh, yeah but like that's the food. point that's the point though I mean yeah, like that's, it, that's yeah. the point as long as you're eating mostly whole foods you can get coffee or you can yeah. get alcohol in there without much yeah I, I eat effort. and drink and, and everything I eat pretty much whatever I want if I want junk food I'll have junk food again it's just all about 
budgeting your calories and if you have the calories for it then fine and obviously you want to be hitting your protein and carbs more days than you're not but if you don't it's not the end of the world for weight loss anyway I mean if you're hitting your calories every day that's all you need really and then to be mm. healthy and functioning properly that's when you want to be hitting your protein so it's a good habit to get into early but I wouldn't be beating yourself up if that's not something you're hitting straight off the bat it's a matter of like yeah I, I, mean, I tend to tell people look at the weekly average because yeah it's yeah. a week well that's how that's how you would plan in a big meal yeah. so again you might have one day where you ate 2,500 calories because you went for dinner but if the rest of the week you had minus off a few of those calories off your, your, your daily calories then you might actually come out with an, an average yeah Yes. Uh, yeah exactly of what your calories are supposed to be so again it's all about planning Just like if you were planning. saving for something at the end of the month you would spend less money one day the, you spend yeah. less money the three weeks then you get your paycheck and yeah well like if I wanted to buy a phone next month yeah I would save this, this month I would buy less stuff like I would not go to pennies or not do the other stuff that yeah. you, your money gets frittered away on and I would save that money so next month I can indulge and mm. buy a five, four or five hundred euro phone and it's the same with calories so calories are the same it's a budget you have a budget that you can stick to if you want to stay in the green and if you overeat you're in the red if you overspend you're in the red it's yeah. that simple yeah it really is it's just it is it is it is it is it does require effort which is the thing because food like you know it, just it does, does require it's just, effort. you have to learn you have to practice it does take time and i know people get frustrated because they feel like they're not it's not working straight away or they feel bad because they're looking at their my fitness pal and you know, it's saying you need to eat 120 grams of protein. They've only eaten 70 and they're like, oh, you know, I can't do this. I'm not good at yeah. this. And it's like, no, that'll get there. It'll, yeah, it, it's, it it's does... small victories. Yeah. Like yeah. when I, when I was losing weight last year, like I lost, I'd lost 10 kilos, but I hadn't seen, it didn't look like, to your body. it didn't look to me. It didn't look like I lost anything. Like I still look yeah. the same. And I was, I got really frustrated and just by circumstance, the, that weekend we were going to, to a restaurant to eat food and I happened to train one day and then I look I did see change in my body I was like oh I do look better mm -hmm. so like it does it can take like it can take just a long period of time for you just yeah. to get your body to adapt when and then suddenly you the, see results when I did the 12 weeks initially the first yeah. 12 weeks I took a weekly photo of mm. myself in the same position in the same outfit and the first geez, it was nearly 8-9 weeks mm. my body didn't look it, didn't it felt a little bit different to me but in the pictures I mean I still have them I mean I don't actually look that different but when you compare the very first one to the very last one at the end of the 12 weeks it's night and day and then it's like a dip it's like it takes your body a while to go okay I can yeah yeah I, I, it, it was strange and like I literally have the photos so you can see it in them and then I stopped taking photos then because I finished doing the 12 weeks but I kept on with the 1500 calories and like I said I dropped it to 1400 but then I have pictures from right before the wedding mm. And if you again, if you compare it to the first one, it's the, the well, difference. Well, it's ten kilos of difference. It's ve and it's very visible, mm. and it's it's. But that's how long it takes. That it takes. That's that realistic. Long. Yeah, it takes that long, and then it, that's the easy part because then you have to maintain that, and yeah. it is hard. But once you get into the habit of it, and once you get used to it, you'll get used to it. And you'll get used to the the ways you can eat, and the foods you can eat, and the days you can indulge, and you'll know yourself. But it does, I think people just have to be patient. And it becomes a habit then. It's just being consistent. It's just trying every day. Cool. All right, that was great. Well, guys, I hope you enjoyed that. If you have any questions or anything for myself or Hannah, you can ask us uh, in the gym or in the reply to the email. Uh, I hope you're getting on well, and we'll see you during the week. Cheers. Bye.